Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of Utopia to Me with uh, me, your host, Chris Locke. Hi, how's it going? Uh, everything is good over here. I'm drinking a glass of red wine and a nice sunny uh, late evening in uh, Los Angeles, Silver Lake to be exact. Looking beautiful outside, nice sunny day and had a good time and I'm excited about this episode. It's a really funny comic um, that I love watching perform live and you guys can catch him... uh, He's, I think it was a clip of him on Conan O'Brien is online, but you got to see him. Super hilarious guy. Uh, Hampton Yount is my guest, and uh, we had a blast talking. Hampton's a very interesting guy with a lot of uh, ideas and a great sense of humor. And also you can check that out by checking out Hampton's new album on A Special Thing Records, Bearable, which just came out. But you know what? Um, before you go and check out his album, keep listening to this podcast wherever you are, whether you're flying a plane yourself or whether you're the passenger or whether you're a guy on, uh, or girl on the grass with shades on looking up at planes fly by. Listen to this podcast and relax and come into Hampton's Utopian World Ideas and listen to us chat. And uh, we're going to set that off right now. So here he is, the hilarious and very interesting and fun guy, kind man, Hampton Yount. Enjoy. Ugh. And that's it. We're officially partying now. <laughs> Isn't this nice? Woo! Nice sunny day. Welcome to the Terror Dome. Yeah, the Terror Dome's beautiful. <laughs> Terror Dome's beautiful today in sunny California. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's going to be in a couple of years when all the water's gone and we're just like living this Mad Max future. But they'll still have like the phoniness of Hollywood where they're like, yeah, welcome yeah. to the Terror Dome. Yeah. They'll like fly celebs into wave and then fly them away again, <laughs> like from helicopters. It's George Clooney's head. Yeah. Can you close the window? There's a draft blowing through the terror dome. Um, this will be a beautiful place to have the apocalypse. <laughs> LA's so beautiful. It's like you have to be sarcastic about it. Yeah, it's well, you nice. know, because I'm from Toronto, that you know, people talk about the West Coast like it's going to crack open <laughs> yeah. the great, yeah. the great big one or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, the no, man, one. it's just gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, it's like if the world, like if the Earth cracked open and I fell into it. While I was like tanning, like having a beer, like who gives a shit? <laughs> who gives a shit, man? Like, oh, just like into the- <laughs> party on Wayne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fall into the wind. And then, yeah, and then Wayne is like, Garth, Garth. Yeah, man, pot's legal, man. Bring on the demons. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like you have, like, and then you go to hell and then you show them your pot card and you're like, peace. Whoa. <laughs> you guys party too? <laughs> I just flipped uh, out my sunglasses. You guys can't for see effect. it, but my guest today just <laughs> dropped his shades, perfectly timed to you guys' party too. It's Hampton Yount. Hi, yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Thanks for this. Sounded yeah. fun, and uh, you seem like a great guy. So. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Well, yeah, we don't know each other that well, but Not we've done well. shows together. But there's just a natural. We just seem to speak the same lingo. <laughs> oh yeah, we talk like men. <laughs> talk like men. <laughs> oh. Um, Scoob, but you know what? Like, we make each other laugh. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. To a degree. You make me laugh more. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Man, I watched your first headline set at the improv and it was killer. And the whole time you had to tend to this table of dumb teachers on a vacation. (laughs) Do you remember that? All teachers are dumb. Yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, what are you doing? Man, they they seem pretty thick. Why are you teaching kids? Just party. I can't understand it. They (laughs) They seem just like very like... My nachos are in front of me, and like, um, 
Yeah, when you did your pee hole bit, which I don't want to ruin. Buddy, uh, I love that pee hole bit. Me too. <laughs> and you know what? It makes me uncomfortable too, it gets but so, in a good way. That's the whole, you know, yeah, exactly. They were they were weird about it. But that's she actually, was gonna die. but that's the kind one, of. The one that I could see was going to die. But that's kind of like almost the intentional point of all that new material because yeah. it's just intentionally almost gross out that way. And I'm talking about how men want to gross out women. Yeah. And I can always like talk about their offense or you know like just how uncomfortable they are yeah so, it sucks when like a broad audience doesn't get the irony of it and they think you're yeah. just being gross yeah it's like it's like it's more fun to play with it and uh i wonder if people will just always think it's like oh he's kind of like not just cr- kill, killing this concept but yeah. it's more like it's the concept is just to be kind of weird and playful about yeah your people <laughs> <laughs> And like diary and like yeah and then getting weird with it but, but that, that night at the improv show. yeah exactly so it was like you had like sort of a uh you know weird like broad crowd but it was killer yeah, it was man but like mostly broads yeah mostly broads <laughs> broad crowd hey. Hey. i was trying to pick them up but hey, uh fucking now it was super fun and like thank you yeah. for coming because like i was just happy anyone came and um, yeah yeah well I mean, yeah i got to see. i lowered the expectations because it was so nice of them enough to like let me do the the comics were the dying show. in the back the, the whole time were I'm dying in the back that will sure be on Dana my tombstone <laughs> 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 me too though you, uh, how many Gould times have you called a, really a comics nice comic and i was like have you got called a comics comic this will be the first time. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that happens to me sometimes, and I hate that. I kind, I kind of like would agree with it. I, I and I would be almost like not saddened by it, but I'd be like, I don't know. Like, I can't deny that. Like, comics are the ones who more often are like, I really liked it, <laughs> <laughs> and the audience will be like, that was cool, or they'll yeah. be like, that sucked, or you're you know the worst thing I've ever seen. But like, you know. Yeah, the more positive energy seems to come from. Comics. Is it nice to? I isn't it nice to we, do shows and then know you're weeding out the people that say that sucks? They're, cause I don't know, suck. man. Once you reach a certain point, also you're kind of just wondering if you're like not playing into some sort of simple game of mass appeal, where you're just like, maybe I don't have to be defiant, but and like it would work out more. Well, you want more people to like you, but you yeah, don't want to like. You, you should play into. to the top intel, uh, top of your intelligence, yeah. right? And that's yeah. just all it is. Is like I, I'm just like, all right, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how many people really want to stick around. Well, you know um, <laughs> that I have. Do you, I don't know if you remember. There's the joke about the top half of my English muffin gets eaten, and then I liken it to like a giant eating half of the farmer's son, yeah. and then trying to trick the farmer like, he can still work, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I that did that great. at Chatterbox last night, but as I was about to get to that, because it mm-hmm. it's out of town, it's Covina, and it was like, you know, sort of more of a suburban bar. Uh-huh. As I was getting to that part, the, the set was really fun. The crowd was great, but they were getting a bit rowdy. And so right when I was getting that analogy, I'm thinking, should I go there with this? Because uh-huh. it's... But then, like, someone interrupted, like, breakfast rules, right? <laughs> you know? like, And yeah. then I just jumped on him and made him, made all these gags about him and yeah. then didn't go back to do the analogy. Oh. And in a way, in my head, I was like, I'm glad I didn't have to sell that weird analogy here. Does yeah. that make sense? Sure. So, sure. like, I played to that crowd instead of, like, doing yeah. the weirder shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that I, I get what you mean, but I think that's yeah. just being a smart performer. Like, there's a compromise yeah. that needs to happen, like... 
you know, maybe if you kill like a smart line and a joke that you personally love, and you're just like, they're not going to like it right now, and it's yeah. going to actually make the set like dovetail, like yeah. or go down, like then you're just a smart performer for like adjusting. It would yeah. be like a jazz musician adjusting to like some sort of weird, you know, <laughs> a tray of, t- of drinks falls down and then they can play the song around it. You'd be like, that's a might, that's a genius. You know wow, what I mean? I'd love to see that. Yeah. Cause it would or be like some guy yells be, breakfast rules the and then har- he plays his trumpet in his face. Yeah. It's like, no matter how many like uh, jokes you want to express with comedy, like the number one truth is that it's live performance. So it's yeah. like, if you're adapting to the live energy, that's always the thing that makes you have the successful, like, fun. Um, set, yeah, I me feel. personally, I've always went that way. With like, I write my stand-up, but then I come from an improv background way back in the day. Yeah. So I love that. I love being the live ones no where matter you what. Just go like, yeah, like yeah. do a really long riff. Or, but what like, about you? You're obviously throwing stuff out, riffing all the time. You incorporated that sometimes. table of teachers pretty well throughout the set. <laughs> Well, that's like the fun of whatever the new material is. Sometimes I'm terrible at it, and sometimes oh, yeah. it sometimes it works. But I feel like I want to swim towards it, like whatever that is, of just like going with whatever's happening in the room. Was it hard and to whittle your like it. crazy, like your loose energy like that to a Conan set? Oh wow! <laughs> See, is that weird? That this I is an in-depth interview. No, I, uh, we're good no, on the fun stuff. No, I we can go. honestly, I like, just want the people listening to know about that your is, stand-up uh, before we get into it. I don't know. Like, I I feel like they let me do my thing, but I guess like you really realize that like jokes can kind of become like weird ritualistic. Like, you know, like how a performer showcasey stuff, but I've never done like a late night set. Have you also done like bits and like in the back of your mind you're thinking of other stuff, but you're doing the bit on stage and it's killing, and then you feel weird, and and, and you feel weird, right? It's a totally totally natural thing. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just like. When you have to get ready for like a late night set, it's that to the nth degree where you've run that set 5,000 times. And then it's like, but it takes on this weird entity of like, once you get beyond like the wording of the joke, because it's so rote, like it's so in your brain, it becomes like this prayer thing, like you're almost saying, like it's a repetition, you know, like that's just word for word this way. And then you're adding in emotion to it and like adding in other layers of like looking a certain way. Performance. Yeah, the performance angle. It and is that's almost like, kind of an interesting thing of like a late night set. That's all I can say. Well, even like I did the West Side Theater the other night, and they were more like you could tell it was more clubby, like broad audience. And then that's a great club, though. It was yeah, it was really really Such fun. But audience. there was a part of me where I was like, you know, I opened weird, mm-hmm. and then that split the crowd, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I brought in some like older jokes that yeah. I hadn't done in a while that I know would work. But yeah, in the middle of performing them, I'm like switching to like. Uh, what do you how do, do I yeah. look like they think I just thought of this? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And it's not like that tired old like showcase shit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, my You got to do it though. I, I had my jokes and yeah, just whatever, you know, they made me kind of get them down to a certain length of time. But there's still a compromise yeah. of like, well, it needs this part to work. And, yeah. and by the end of it, actually, the guy said to me, he was like, you know, if you want to go over, <laughs> like he was like with this, uh, it's like because he, he was like, because well, Funches went over, and he's like, and we just put that online, and like, and and we showed it or whatever the thing, and it's fine. Right. Like it's the they're kind now. of really chill about it at the last possible second because you've done so much work leading up to it. They're like, you're clearly going to do yeah. your set, but like if for whatever reason there's yeah. like a huge pocket of laughter or something, like yeah, yeah. you know, just ride it or you know, yeah, do your thing. 
That's amazing. Yeah, because they know that the uh, the internet stuff brings people to their show more than anything now these days, right? Anyway, yeah, well, like people sharing your clips and stuff. Yeah, it's a real hard uh, market there for that stuff. I mean, <laughs> like, cause, yeah, you can't deny it. it's like it's really like. Um, I don't know, man. Stand-ups care about these sets, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. online. You it's know, weird, some right? bookers, but like most people are like, who? Like they don't care, <laughs> and that's totally fine. Like I don't care, but it is like, um, it's just what you'd expect. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's. We'll get into it. We just want to. We met a few years ago, a couple years ago. We did comedy yeah. in Ottawa at a weird one-off <laughs> festival. <laughs> with, yeah, that um, poor guy. I was. Uh, Canadian guy, and then the Americans were you, Brody Stevens, Brody Stevens, and Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Oh, they were so funny. Um, my friend Nick Flanagan from Toronto was on it, yeah, and yeah. A, I think I'm an Ottawa guy he was or great. two. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, hey Nick, and then uh, <laughs> there was a. European guy, Magnus. Do you remember? Oh him? yeah, he, he was cool. Magnus, I checked him out online. Like, I mean, I was thrilled. He's a celeb over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was like, like huge. I, in uh, in Europe, right? Not like in Canada. Yeah, in Europe. Yeah. Okay. He's trying to, I guess, Although, do stuff here. Hey, man, if you can, that'd be great. I mean, uh, he seemed fine enough. I was just so worried about like getting there, doing my set. I had to like double back and fly out that night. Like, That's crazy. I mean, I was like, you know, stupid. And yeah, me and Nick went to a diner it. with Brody Stevens, and that was big for us being like That's Canadian awesome. dudes. But then he like. We were at this diner, and then he farted, and then... <laughs> yes! <Yeah>. Farting <laughs> energy, bringing it to you, Bring doing it, it. Yeah, exploding out of my rear, throwing the heat. That's pretty good. I can do, Brody. <laughs> A table behind us full of beautiful blonde <laughs> babes. Woo! Yeah, exactly. What Got happened? up and moved across the restaurant because of his fart. And, <laughs> and then he was like, I'm sorry, it's the medication. I'm sorry. <laughs> my mother makes me take a medication. <laughs> <laughs> it's explosive. <laughs> I mean, it's now I'm kind of ruining yeah. it. Like it's not. <laughs> no, it's getting like better. It's becoming impression. like an evil uh, Brody. <laughs> it's an evil maniacal Brody. Man, so Bro- that's Brody's we... first thing that I ever saw him do. That was the yeah. funniest thing in the world. Was his web series where he gets like interviewed by the chat or he interviews the Shadow Man. I don't it's even know the that. Funniest thing. I think it's on early, early Funnier Die. Like. I believe. I'm going to look for it's it. It's insane. It's so funny. That sounds wicked. Yeah. Yeah. It's we, just like four minutes. And I'm gonna he's look got like three episodes. I, I, I thought Funnier Die when it first started, this is a real digression, was going to be amazing. And then it just turned into like mostly commercials for celebs pimping like a movie or something. <laughs> what? Half of it. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Funnier or Die. I still want to be on your thing. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> no, like the, you know, because like if a movie was coming out, then like a celeb would just advertise it in a funny way like yeah by being in a weird sketch yeah because i'm from toronto so i'd be like oh i'll send videos and they'll discover me and like this is when it first started and then they just get buried of course yeah they got buried it makes sense to me yeah now i don't but think at the anybody time, was, was like, getting jobs by uploading videos to funny or die I know one person that did <laughs> call it call it a rookie <laughs> i know a person that did it was crazy uh, but anyways we met there in ottawa and then that was fun. We both like had fun at the show, I guess. And then mm-hmm. we met again now in Power Violence. Yeah, yeah. And it was a fun show too. Those guys rule. Those guys are great. They're incredible. Yeah. They're about to leave that venue. So I know. Be super sad. Yeah, that was my second time doing it. The first time I did it a few years ago, it was killer too. It's uh, really Wait, fun. Yeah, they just put me up and uh, it was like I asked to do it and then uh, now it's like gone. <laughs> like I'm just like yeah. upset. <laughs> 
Um, I think they're going to make it. They'll, they'll do something. Wait, oh, was, no, no. They're moving. That's yeah. right. They're moving. So it'll yeah. be great. Yeah, yeah. But it's going to be like once a month. And That's everything. it. They'll make it, it more special. It won't be the same. No. Um, they'll sell it as a TV show or something, I'm sure. But yeah, so you weren't like fully aware of what this podcast was about when you showed up. Nope, not at all. So you're, nice, you're kind enough just to agree to do it anyways. <laughs> but now I'm blasting you in the face with the uh, topics. Do you want to dive into it? We both got shorts on. I say we talk about some weird shit. (laughs) Yeah, man. Dude, I don't care. It's a sunny day in LA. People say you can't wear shorts when you do stand-up. Guess what? I fucking do. David Cross. He's the only one. Really? He's the only one who's been on TV and multiple times has done stand-up in shorts. Oh, I don't know about TV, but at just a regular night, I'll wear shorts. Well, I'm just saying, like... It's got a real, it's got a real statement attached to it, and yeah. I think like he could do it back in the '90s when it was like, you yeah. know, post grunge or did he have a flannel like, shirt tied around his waist? A, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That was kind of like pants. Fuck that authority. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check it but out. But now it's like pants are cool again. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many lovely pants you could be yeah. wearing. I'll vote again when the president wears shorts. Yeah. I find wearing a suit on stage to be um, it's a little much. I don't do suits. I've done I just it don't like feel comfortable in a suit. Three, four times. And it's just like how many have you done other late nights? I I only oh. saw the Conan one. Oh, uh other late nights? Yeah. No, I don't I don't think so. Where did you wear the suits? <laughs> just on stage, like for oh, big yeah, shows yeah. or something. Like oh, I yeah. had like I don't know, like, man, I've been doing it 10 years, so it's just, like, weird shit is coming yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, one was, like, a corporate benefit. One was, like, oh, a yeah. theater show I did. I was a little younger in stand-up, but I thought it would be a good idea. One time was the first time, which was just to wear a suit, to be like, I wonder what this would look like. Right, right. You know, as a performer, at a kind of a, just a regular stand-up Well, night. to be honest, I, I did like my first JFL taping last year, mm. and I've seen the footage so far, and it's a really fun set. But I'm wearing an untucked dress shirt over like jeans and whatever, and uh-huh. I'm like, eh, I kind of look like a bum. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, I want to be comfortable. I want to be me. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm like, oh, everyone's gonna see me on TV just being a bum. Yeah, I really can't figure out what a good look yeah. is to be on TV. <laughs> and I have to record a set coming up. Uh, so I, Shit. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> I was like, just wear the tuxedo T-shirt. Fuck it. Yeah. And actually, don't ever do that. Sleeveless. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hulkamaniac t-shirt. Um, okay, so we could start off then with the u- utopian world. What would you, I'll just going to stab in the Special dark. Special request, just edit out everything we've been talking about <laughs> up until now. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just throw I can't this. have this coming back to bite me. When this is done, I'm throwing it in the garbage, don't worry. Um, what kind of what what environment would you like to live in? Do you, what, <laughs> in your utopian world. Do you mean like we we- weather-wise environment? Yeah, like actual... Physical, like, like, how does this start? Do you go like super all, broad where you're like, first start yes. with the weather and like what does space look like? It's like, yeah, start with the weather, then how do you deal with murderers? Oh, shit. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> how do you solve crime? No, no, whatever. I don't know. Do you have um, any blanket ideas of what you do? The world I just know humidity would be gone. Humidity. Humidity is a real killer. Like yeah, it's just man. such a bummer. It makes me sweat like crazy. <laughs> makes everyone sweat like crazy. Dude. Oh, really? It's like living in sweat. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it's just an odd uh, thing. Yeah. to deal with. I hate and I'm it. from Virginia, so it's just like a real like wall would hit you, and you'd want to go yeah. back inside immediately. Like I can, lo- I love a desert. You know. Yeah. I like a nice uh, Arizona kind of heat. 
Yeah. Um, and I like California and everything. So Arizona, I've never been there. It's not humid. <laughs> I mean, it's easy to be like, well, I like pleasant weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so. But I mean, <clears throat> I like. kind of like rain too, you know. We're in Virginia. I kind of love from? rain, actually. Um, what? We're in Virginia. Warrington. Warrington, Virginia. Oh, okay. It's kind of just northern in the middle. I stayed in... Uh, I worked on a project for a month in... Oh, what's it called now? The one right outside where the graveyard is. Outside of Washington where the graveyard is. Oh, the Arlington Cemetery? Oh, Arlington. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I stayed where the graveyard is in Virginia. <laughs> oh, yeah, Arlington. Well, Arlington's got a lot of like awesome venues and yeah. that super dope grave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that super dope grave site. Yeah, that's it's where It's so I big. No, Graves sure. are so morbid Like when you yeah. drive by them. Like, that's yeah. one thing that wouldn't be in my world is giant grave sites. Yeah. Like they're a little ostentatious. <laughs> like yeah, I would love like an art project that that's that that's that big, you know. But like yeah. I think like when you see that many like dead bodies just lined, and then up, it just says John on it. <laughs> you're like, screw you, John. You're like, who? <laughs> yeah. Who? Why is this here? <laughs> it's so morbid. Yeah, it's like he didn't even die there. Yeah, you're just like here's here's five thousand of people. Yeah. <laughs> and, here, and here's their name and here's their religion and here's like a little quote yeah and you can go look at that it's a lot of space it's so much fun you want to do you want to get burned up beautiful land every time you never build a gravesite like in a shitty you know area. yeah and it's like it's yeah it's just, like a beautiful it could be dumb. a golf course yeah it could be a <laughs> lovely golf course <laughs> dig up grandma i want to play golf yeah with grandma <laughs> with grandma's bones her femur <laughs> Yeah. Grandma's <laughs> I, femur the putter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm anti-graves, anti-swamp uh, anti ass, anti-humidity. Yeah. Yeah, anti it's true, man. Sometimes, um, yeah, there's been uh, humid weather where I've done, yeah, just talk to a girl and then I'm soaking wet and I'm like, I'm so sorry. And then she runs away screaming <laughs> and case closed. Well, I sweat like a fucking... I don't know, like a crack baby. Like, yeah. It's fucking bad. Like yeah. my for, I like you know, through my shirts all the time. So just in Virginia, yeah, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, and it's a real bummer because it's like there's so much. I love all the green that grows there and all like the beautiful stuff that happens in the fall and the spring. Yeah, but like the humidity between spring and summer is just like brutal. Yeah, same same in Toronto. And the, and the snow is like ungodly when it gets like bad in the winter so that's the kind of worst thing is we get like yeah. florida you know like days where you feel like you're in florida like swamp and then days where it's like blizzards eight feet yeah like you're so it's kind of the worst of but you get all this wonderful green like the trees are just beautiful and like you know, yeah everywhere toronto's slightly similar to that mm -hmm. um, yeah no i think uh, i remember noticing that when i was coming in the cab like i was talking to the driver like i was like it's just beautiful. Like oh yeah, you trees did shows there, right? Well, yeah. Uh, in Toronto. No, sorry, I'm thinking of uh, Ottawa. Ottawa. Sorry, oh, okay, I okay. got confused. That's okay. <laughs> but did you do Toronto? Ever play it? Because we have that festival now, JFL 42. I don't know. No, no I, I haven't. I've oh, you been to Toronto as a kid because my mother's my mother is Canadian. <laughs> Are you funkin' serious? Are you funkin' Wagnalls? <laughs> <laughs> really? Where's she from? Quebec. Oh my she's, god! Uh, <clears throat> yeah, she's from like Ho. Uh, Sweet, and uh, you know, right by Ottawa. A lot of my family is from there. Anyway, I don't want to go too much into it, but they, they're yeah. from Canada. Anyways, <laughs> they, interesting. They, they love it, and I love Canada. I mean, it's yeah. wonderful. 
Okay, well, I didn't mean to make it about that. I, you know, and so lo- you well, love Canada. In a lot of ways, I mean, <laughs> like I love also say here's here's kind of a problem with California, right? Yeah, is it's a newer city, yeah. and it's like the history of this city is only like a hundred years old, maybe less. I think it's less than a yeah. hundred years, and yeah. I'm used to like seeing brick and uh, and houses made of like old stone and stuff like that coming from like uh, not well colonial but also civil war like era towns like are uh, very uh, prolific in virginia and like you also go up to canada as a kid and you see all these wonderful like you know cathedrals and uh right and uh, especially in montreal yeah yeah montreal's got it amazing um, so, well, if you watch I, old silent movies stuff. yeah from like 100 years ago that were filmed right here mm-hmm. there's nothing that's a yeah. hundred. You can actually watch the movies where it's nothing. Sunset Boulevard was like orange crops and shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Isn't that it's, crazy? It's insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. And it, then to be like, this is you know, all the all the palm trees I heard were like planted. Yeah, like they're not natural. It should be desert. You I know, know for the most part. That makes me sad. I think it actually is kind of inspirational because it's like it's a test. Palm trees can make it here, so could Dude, I. Dude, <laughs> this town is an illusion. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> and, know. And I thought- therefore, it's like. How cool is that backstory to that kind of town? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it'd be like if Vegas was like established on a bet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's like Hollywood is established on like fake. Isn't that insane? Fakery. I know. You know, and, and changing like, Hollywood Land, and then Hollywood, like they changed the, <laughs> the monument or whatever, and like yeah, well, even seeing plastic surgery bizarre. shops just out in the open, and all the everywhere, it makes me feel weird. It's it's like the test. It's like the petri dish for like narcissism. Like you, this is like the grand social experiment. As much as like Weird. the Netherlands are like the social experiment for like w- drugs and like justice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is the this is where like you f- create the new ego and the new like way of speaking and the new like pop culture and stuff like that. And it infiltrates the entire world out from Los Angeles. That's amazing. It is kind of cool. I mean, like, you know, it's like this, you can't deny it's like this weird industry that's like, if you were to think of it like steel, it's like movies are like an industry and there's decisions, but it's based on like people's dreams and like what they want. It really affects the whole world, especially since like they churn out movies that they don't even give a shit how they do in North America anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah. They sell them to market. Like it's all that market. I love to say market. (laughs) Market and I like to say fast casual dining. <laughs> it's the two whitest things. I yeah, we gotta market this fast casual. I mean, dining. it's like I think it, I'm just I don't know. I I'm just really interested in this stuff. I mean, I I think it's cool. I think it's interesting. It's nice to, to like, meet an interested person. No, dude. most people are uh, <laughs> just <laughs> they're like I'm going to sleep and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be a robot and go to sleep. <laughs> eat my nuts and gears. And- Imagine robots were invented to sleep in front of us. <laughs> You're like, this kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like the first robot that has sentience that you're supposed to fuck, but then it, it just grows tired of you and stops fucking you. Would there robot. be robots and technology in your utopian world? Some no, people hate re- that not, shit. Not really, I mean... Are you more like you'd like to return to like natural world? people want to create it, I guess. Like, that's their prerogative. Well, that's nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know. It's perfect world, though. You can tell them whatever. I guess... I don't know, like... Well, then... <laughs> I'm going to tell them what to do, <laughs> how, how they should live. You can um, have a law, no robots. I don't know. Like, I guess like you know, malicious behavior would be mostly removed from whatever <laughs> society yeah. I would create. So hopefully what, like, they would just um, make 
robots that fucking fuck <laughs> us and you know make move make robot like, cops like i always felt like the, you know whatever in the future movies isn't it where it's like it's like star trek nobody really has a job that they need to yeah. have you know you're in starfleet because it's just for the betterment of everybody and it's like everybody chilled out yeah like i kind of just think of star trek as like the prime example of where a society is data there or no Data's there, but exactly like in Star Trek, like it's super chill, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just like this one dude made a robot. Yeah, like Data, where are you going? To yeah. bed. Yeah. <laughs> We're not giving Data nearly enough credit for the evil fuckery he did in that series, man. He would get programmed all the time to do yeah, insanely got... bad shit. Yeah. And then there was that movie where he kind of flipped out and he wanted to grow, or he got skin. Was that Bjorg? <laughs> Bjorg? I it was it. the Borg. The Bjorg. The Bjorg and Fjorgen who live in space. <laughs> we're, hi, we're here to put the technology inside your oculars. <laughs> Me and my brother always used to joke about the Borg a lot growing up because we'd be like uh, Picard when he became Borg. Yeah. And he'd be like, I am Lacutus of the Borg. Yeah. Which knows. Not a bad Patrick Stewart. Now that's that really good. <laughs> Who else can you do? <laughs> can you do Worf? Worf. Worf. Captain, I can't do that. Yeah. It's, I, I'm think repressing he does, things. I think he does Galactus. No, mate, he doesn't do Galactus. Worf is the most character that repressed things to just uh, get by. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's a Klingon ritual. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's like, like, but, but I'm sorry. But everything. Well, Worf, like, he really talks like this Ralph there from uh, this- The Muppet Show. <laughs> <laughs> Waiter, there's a fly in my soup. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, uh, Warfia yeah, had this weird uh, thing about him, which was like he's established as this big tough guy, which in space is kind of stupid. But like, that's what like, I mean. I got muscles, just... and then he gets knocked out every time as yeah. to show that the new villain is tough. Like yeah. if the Kardashians come in, which I, I love that that was the name of an alien race and yeah, not yeah. Like an alien race that's killing us in real I life. I didn't even put it together because <laughs> of the sea. It's a sea, C-K, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you heard it here first. Yeah, and then they, they, they like punch him in the stomach and be like, oh, my Klingon stomach. It hurts so much. And they'd be like, yeah, eat it, Worf. Eat your own dick. And but maybe that was also to show that Worf had become a puss hanging out with these white, white boys. Yeah. Well, I always felt like Deep Space Nine gave him back his balls. Oh, yeah. I mean, I very loosely watched Next Generation, but I really watched Deep Space Nine. And wow, like Worf is all about pussy. And <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's also just like a fucking... Is he a Lothario in the Deep Space Nine? Yeah, yes, he's I like know. second in command when he comes on. And he's just like, baby. Is he like, baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets married. He gets married to a girl who has a, a dude's soul inside of her. So it's kind of this... I mean, Star Trek's always been super liberal. This is what I'm talking about. It's like, this is so your utopia My Star utopia, Trek. it just has an implied liberalism to it. Yeah, it's just like I don't. I mean, I feel like malicious. But you're not in like space. You're on behavior. like a nice, like you want to be in a desert country, like California. E. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Or do you want to like, fucking just go to space? No desire to go to space. Okay, okay, I don't think. Let's just yeah. Okay, I don't think any desire to go to space. It seems cold and unfun. You yeah, know? like I don't like astronauts. You can't just... Astronauts have to be prepped for so many fucking years to spend like you know that spinning a week, thing. Forget you know? it. Yeah, dude. You know what I'm talking it about? Sounds like. From Spies Like Us, where they spin around forever? (laughs) Forget that. I don't like the idea of space because I don't like the idea of not being able to just go out for fresh air. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. That would kill me. Like, like I would... be like, take this can of fresh air. Yeah, you like, know how, like, <laughs> in most scenarios for, like, war or space or submarine travel, like, they have yeah. a lot of people go, well, if this happens, then people go crazy. Yeah. I would just be the guy who goes crazy. Yeah. In all those scenarios. I'd go I'm crazy the most in anxious a person. for one minute. I'm the most anxious person in the world. Like, yeah. you know, like, I would just let all oh, that we'll shit see. Well, <laughs> my utopia basically is just everybody chill out. Yeah. Leave me semi alone. Yeah. And I'm Would cool. you have like a sort of special mellow zone where you go and hang? And yeah. What would it look like? I don't know, like desert or... Desert? Desert with rocks, you know? like Meditate? Uh, Do you meditate? Uh, some, sometimes if I have the time, I mean, it's hard. I really want to meditate, but I get so anxious even trying to meditate. Huh. I'm like, I can't. Like in the moment. I can't even relax. It's hard. And uh, I mean, I don't think uh, anybody's like perfect at it you know i think that's kind of I guess the, that's the point right? that's the point you know um, and i think it's just about like trying to center yourself i mean i, I don't know i yeah. mean if it's a star trek world like how much you know uh, uh bad shit's happening my way yeah but you know you see how like <laughs> man it's gonna go really heavy on star trek but it's i cool. feel like that guy had a good uh you know gene roddenberry right wasn't it like, yeah he had a pretty good ethos to like humanity and like for how like culture itself should go and yeah you know like he was breaking ground in the beginning and like yeah so yeah i don't know like when you see look at those planets it's very like peaceful you kind of just do something just because it's a work of passion yeah and i feel like that will lead you know people and now the real problem is they they never say in star trek of course like what the solutions are to like you know food and pollution and stuff right. like that but if like there were ways where it wasn't a problem like what's the quality of the planet and where is food going to come from and where like just simple things that most humans deserve you know it's just like yeah once that's all taken care of like then what would happen to the planet it would probably be just about exploration and about being like you know improving and that's a point where you would like to live and like that'd be cool yeah in an age of like almost a second renaissance of humanity yeah when you go on like the internet yeah I, I, I'm with you. When you go on the internet in the morning, you get a mixture of articles of like yeah. water found on this moon of Jupiter. Could it sustain life? And you're like, neat. And then you read the article like uh, children destroyed in Syria. And you're like, yeah. why? We're never we... going to get to that planet. Yeah. It's the same sort of like. But also, even if life forms came to our planet. We would we can't meet them. I also get mad at as like, a bunch of fighting idiots. Siblings. I get mad at like people who are liberal and into science, like me, who who l- like to talk about like you know, oh, this planet's got this new thing, like so we're going there. Like yeah, it's yeah. just to me the same as religious people who are like, well, when we're all in heaven, it's going to be okay. Yeah, like it's like you, but the the you could make heaven on earth sort of thing. It's like yes, but like we should all just only be focusing on like trying to fix the broken kind of machine before we take it to other planets. Like in a way, don't you think that that's sort of what's happening with the planet right now? But the Mm. reason why there's wars is because it has to be one side's way to coalesce. Yeah. Isn't that fucking creepy? It's very creepy because it's like, it's a weird dividing of like humans. Like, it's like if you were to look at, you know, the earth from space, you'd be like, well, there's no point for anybody on that same like planet to kill another person. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's just sharing the same cage. <laughs> like it's just yeah. a really big fucking cage. I know. 
This, and it's just like, you know. This is going to be the podcast where, you where we both freak the fuck out. We both freak the <laughs> fuck out. Get me out of here. Get me out of this fucking cage. <laughs> yeah, we're basically like. I mean, that's a grim way to look at it. But, but I mean, life is yeah. beautiful and all the all the wonderful things. But it's also yes. like, you know, to acknowledge that it's like. But this, to, you know, to back- simply say from our Western thought, like. We have to all come to some agreement so that we could meet space, like as a, 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 a yeah. co- like a coalescing theme yeah. thing, and then. But basically, we're telling people to like, hey, fuck all of your values. There needs to be a one yeah. one world kind of government, like as 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 weird and dire as yeah. it sounds. It's like at a certain point Utopia that does like need to happen. Is a dystopia. At a certain point, it does need to be, and I feel like mm-hmm. a democracy. Is becoming more and more achievable with just like digital, you know, like everybody can have access to like giving mm-hmm. their say. You Maybe know? Anonymous will be like the one world leader. Dude. Just the Guy Fox mask telling us. <laughs> I believe that Kanye West is, is Anonymous. Oh, shit. <laughs> After that last post, I was like, this is Kanye West. I don't know if he's doing, I mean, he's definitely not all of Anonymous. <laughs> but it's so funny that it's like, um, I was talking didn't, to well, somebody. I, I didn't read about that. What exactly what? happened? Like they said, oh, Kanye, like, you gotta call. Yeah, but down. I th- I feel like also like anybody can be anonymous. Like that's yeah. the point, and it's like so it's not just the group. Like why would they give a shit about what Kanye was? Like they're like he's too narcissistic, and it's this is kind of exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, which, like this weird narcissistic culture. But it's like, is it fair to vilify Kanye West? Right. It's like yeah. I I, I mean like. What he's not like superhuman. He's not a lizard. Like what you know? Like what's your beef with them? He's yeah. he's a very successful musician who's put in this incredibly unusual situation. Right. <laughs> it's like does he freak out a little? Yes, but he also makes huge albums that sell across the entire world. His, I know. his mind must be blown on a day to day basis. <laughs> like he is a genius. Yeah. <laughs> he sees music. The only thing that sees <laughs> like, like he has like sense of phony or whatever. Like the only thing that makes me uncomfortable, <laughs> and I've talked about this with other people before. Yeah, I love the music. Or I love his production. I think he's an amazing producer. Uh, he's obviously f- figured uh, marketing out to the mm-hmm. nth degree. But like being like a guy that's insecure himself, mm-hmm. him being so outspoken—that's what makes me uncomfortable. The the braggadocio so I can't hate someone of a for, rapper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, no, when I was a kid, yeah. rap was the king. I loved every mm-hmm. rap. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's true. The older I get, the more I'm like, guys, keep it down. <laughs> Nervous. We're trying to rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, no, well, that's <laughs> funny and true. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you see. I mean, it's also like art just is kind of like whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And if his braggadocio is kind of a part of a character, it's just like his right. I don't know. Like, it's just so weird to me because I'm like, but that is what Kanye West is. Yeah. It's like what do you what is what is him being humble? Yeah. What is that? We've never really yeah, that would seen suck, it, right? <laughs> like yeah. he was saying on through the wire he's like one of the best <laughs> and his mouth was wired shut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, he's that's the whole game of rap is like I'm the best. And it's kind of a positive yeah. thinking uh thing, which is also very foreign <laughs> to maybe white people. <laughs> no, it's true. I <laughs> to just be I, like I, I'm the shit, I'm the best. I, totally I deserve get those this. Points. I deserve yeah. everything that's coming my way. You know, like that's a that almost sounds outlandish and super narcissistic, but it's also just positive thinking. One of the best rappers ever kind of, uh, in the eighties, two of them, 
you could just say is like Rakim and say mm. Cool Keith. Mm. And they both bragged in weird ways. Rakim <laughs> sort of started the like getting getting paid, paid in full, like getting cash, gold chains thing. And Cool <laughs> Keith was the abstract guy who'd say like, you know, I can't even think of a lyric right now, but he'd say like, so I'm, interesting. A, I'm a supreme train conductor engineer. But it's kind of those two worlds. Yeah. And so I love that as Around a kid. the same time? But then like what Kanye and Jay-Z and those guys did with bragging – uh, got to a point where it's super real, <laughs> and that it is it's it is uncomfortable for maybe like a white yeah. person. But maybe like, it just gets yeah, I don't know like because you think just it's superficial, like you have to raise but it's the not bar. superficial because you don't get that sort of you don't get that desire because you've got the white privilege thing or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so you're like guys, <laughs> guys, money is guys. Bad. We're supposed to be ashamed. Money is the root of all <laughs> evil, but I have some, but still shame. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which is just <laughs> negative, right? Yeah, but, but when I'm a kid, I'm like do 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 cha cha cha. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like yeah, shaza. <laughs> All right. Well, that got digressed, but also I thought that was interesting. I think it's totally about it's exactly the topic because you're getting to this pinnacle of thought in your. I like yeah, you're oh, sort of attacking like your seemed, utopia like in, in the, the coalescing of thought with humans, and I really like that. That's a different angle. Well, I mean, yeah. I think that's like the purpose of like humanity almost is like yeah. eventually we're going to hit like a singularity, just like with yeah. technology, like if. We've embarked on like consciousness, you know, like humans. We started, yeah. we separated from apes, and then like we started evolving this. It's going to reach a logical end, kind of yeah. like where we all are so joined. We, yeah. and I, I can't. I probably or can't not, even and conceive we're all it. Screaming like, and we're all like on I don't fire. think it's going to be like telepathy. It's almost going to yeah. be like we just have such an in tune empathy, which it could has been be a cyber assisted telepathy. <laughs> You know, like the uh, everyone thinks we're going to have turn into cyborgs. Yeah. If we were if we were like monkeys on typewriters in a room for infinity, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I feel like the the actual reality is because of decisions we've made, like the, to the world, like we'll probably be out of here within like <laughs> 25 years or something. Yeah. Like it looks kind of grim and I don't know what the solutions are, but I feel like if humans were allowed to just progress, yeah. like eventually it would just become very harmonic and like we would all kind of be in tune together i would love that i just that makes me picture like a white man and a brown man in a robe with long beards <laughs> finally hugging shaking hands being like thank you <laughs> thank you you know dude what <laughs> you act like <laughs> like wow maybe it was some sci-fi three year 3000 i could shake a black man <laughs> and understand <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dude. I I just do that. That's no, my, they're just like different day areas day. of thought. I've yeah, yeah. black man's hands before it rules. Well, it's like going to happen in the same way that like we're just going to fuck ourselves into kind of a general, uh, I don't know, like gray or brown color. Like maybe that's why Walking Dead is so popular because Rick is so severe. Uh-huh. But that's what the weirdly like that's. What they're covertly trying to tell us is like, you gotta get severe soon, dudes. You like, gotta get kill severe. the shitty dude. Yeah. Kill the shitty one that's bringing you down. And which well, is like, you know, I'm not like pro death, but like, I feel like incentives are great ways to I lead just watched humanity the down. Paths. And I'm like, why am I still watching this? No shit. It's so it's, it's evil. Like, it's like good, but like, 
it's hard to stay in. Like they got to yeah. re-engage me as a as a viewer a little bit. Well, now it's almost like, are you caught up at all? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you know, like Rick's kind of the bad guy now. Yeah. Should we supposed to? Uh, well, I mean, I read the comics a long time it? ago, and like, yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't want to necessarily ruin it. Uh, that's all. I'll just. That's all I'll say is like. It but, seems, I mean, but you can't tell. No, no, no. It just seems honestly, like the decisions are getting harder. He's not that's not a bad guy. He's a realist. <laughs> that's the whole yeah. point of like, you know, that yeah. series. And I love it. I mean, he's just like the most. He's rest, putting aside all delusion, you know, yeah. that he he's had for so long. It's like, well, maybe we can uh, make rules this way, or maybe we can have a society this way. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like survive, you idiot. Yeah, it's the one thing. It's never not been that. It's always been survival. And yeah. if you had just done that, your wife would be alive, you idiot. Yeah, you fucking, you fucking idiot. Moron. <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> Rick, get that shit out of here. Get that shit out of here, you dead wife. Yeah, put your gun in your own butt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rick, put a gun in your butt. <laughs> hey, Carl, shoot your dad. Is his name Carl or is it Coral? Coral. Coral. C O R R R R R R L. Um. Oh, I love this discussion. Um. Is that business? You gotta go. No, I guess someone just texted me an interesting. So is so you think there should be a one unified sort of government sort of person or not government wise sage? <laughs> yeah. Well, like a yeah, like a federation or you know. <laughs> 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 right what the hell was i thinking yeah like you know whatever like an, a, 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 an old senate who would choose the federation what who would choose the who f- would choose it would the people choose yeah people the people vote your your like a democratic election yeah yeah i feel like democracy is the most like on paper it makes the most functional sense but to, then it, it's yeah. totally open to corruption democracy has been misinterpreted and misrepresented as much as communism Oh yeah, in absolutely. a weird way, right? No one's sort of done it exactly oh, yeah, yeah. right yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, well, maybe early. Well, Amer- communism is actually yeah. more. Uh, I mean, we're really talking about socialism and uh, democracy, yeah. or, the, or, or you know, fascism and democracy are the two separates. But communism is more the opposite of capitalism, right? Which right, is sorry, what we right, identify right. as democracy a lot of times. It's your right to You're earn as totally... much money as you want. Yeah, and you know what? That makes no zero. <laughs> that makes zero fucking sense because yeah. you shouldn't be allowed to just you know, kind of have free will of the market and, like, destroy lives because, you right. know, the end goal is money, money, money. Uh, well, it turns into, like, a sort of that fascist becomes, thing it becomes a selfie. Yeah, exactly. It becomes yeah. a weirder, uh, worse, you know, kind of thing because it's coming from... Which is what everyone's sort of thinking is what's going on now, is. right? Yeah. They're like, please, sir. So, you know, democracy at its heart is just people vote and you get a say. That's my how as political I get. People now are all like, please, yeah. sir. If so, in the future, yeah. if you could make it somewhere where it's like, you know, hey, we're, we've all got devices in our hands right now. Yeah. And I can't help but notice as I go down the street that every – it's going to be – it's almost weird for you not to have your phone. Yeah. You know, it's going to be weird for you not to have a device. It's yeah. only going to get more so. So if we just have this accessibility to a large net, a large thing that we're creating that's joining us all. The singularity. <laughs> Dude. We're going there. So basically, <laughs> like, you know, if yeah. just imagine a thousand years down the line, you know, then we have this ability to just um, communicate thought and, you know, yeah. like, or what your desires are in a, in a way where it's, it can't be like um, uh, stolen or, or changed, you know, by like um, 
corruption or something like that. Like your vote would be clearly read and interpreted. Your free will as yeah. a human being is like getting represented directly to some sort of representative who works for another representative. And then you have like basically a common goodwill being, you know, pushed Could forward. Could that still happen if we're in this weird sort of singularity sort of Borg like connection? Borg. Mm, I, I mean, it doesn't have Bjorg. to. It doesn't have to be Bjork, <laughs> baby Bjork. Yeah. If you had a baby Bjorn and it had a little baby Bjorg, <laughs> yeah. Borg in it, hi, yeah, Lakitas of the Borg. <laughs> so cute. How old is it? Lakitsi of the Borg. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I don't, that's okay. I like what I you're saying. Like, we don't have to. I feel like a big, a big thing with like um, my views on like the future and stuff is like yeah. I, I always go if. If I could conceive of how things are going to happen, it it it, just, it wouldn't happen. Yeah, it's like it's going to hit you from a, a way like you can't expect. And but I feel like the general um, thing is going to. I mean, it, we either have to kind of link up, or we're just going to burn out. Yeah. And if, as long as we're talking about the utopia idea, like yeah, you know, I really hope uh, human humanity like really coalesces together because yeah. I think there's nothing more beautiful than when like you know. People are just being one, you know, wonderful to each other, and like you know, um, there's like you you communicating with a stranger and like you know finding some sort of weird connection is like. Imagine I started awesome. crying. <laughs> I've never. I, I really love let's, that. Let's I bring lo- it out of you. No, I love it. How are we gonna get you to cry? Um, I, yeah, the guest is supposed to cry. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> no, I love that. I think that's a really not that hasn't come up on the podcast before, and I've never brought this up on the podcast before, but it's a thought I have. All the time. Do you ever kind of get stressed that you're not going to be able to see what the future turns out like? I do all the time. Um, no, because uh, I would rather just kind of separate myself from all of humanity <laughs> and drift away. I yeah. feel like you think humanity should well, come together, but you want to get the hell like out my, of here. My, my pessimism is more like. I'm just like, I want it to be this way, but I feel like with each year I see things get kind of worse and worse. Yeah. Where I'm like, man, I don't want to be associated with these monsters. Yeah, rich country, poor country, whatever. It's the same monster techniques are being used in every across Absolutely. the land. It's really crazy. I, I was having that kind of discussion with my brother where I'm just like, man, it just seems like morality is so subjective. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like... Oh, yeah. ISIS thinks they're doing the right thing. ISIS thinks they're doing the right thing. We think we're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, like bodies are just dying. The one thing yeah. that's happening is humans are dying. Yeah. Nothing's getting solved. Just people die because we kill each exactly. other. Exactly. So it's like I just, just in these a, devices that you bring up that we have. Like we are filming stuff all the time now. We get instant mm-hmm. access to atrocities more now. Uh, but it doesn't change. It just means that we well, see it more. You know. Well, that's actually interesting that you bring that up because he brought that up too. And yeah, I, his belief is that like that will make everybody. We're all getting more in tuned. Like the more the reason that civil rights has been able to progress further and further and get so much better. And like, it's generally getting better. Like, and it's because we're becoming more aware and in tune and connected. And it's like, sometimes I wonder, like, do you think people actually want to help and change the world? Or do you think hmm. deep down it's like a (laughs) self-serving egotistical thing? I don't know. Maybe age and, you know, like is a factor there. Cause when you're young, you're like, 
believe anything's possible and you don't even believe you can die. So there's almost like the selfish thing of like, I want everything and like anything's like, uh, there's no end to the potential. So, right, right. But then like, as you get older, you kind of like see the value in just every day. Like if everybody gets along, it's, you know, nicer. (laughs) Like I would, I'd be fine with nothing as long as I just was like, you know, happy with friends and like, you know, I, I like to create the things that I like, you know, for because it's fun. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to work a day job anymore. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> no, I know. But, like, it's just like, like in Facebook always is like every day, every other link that's been posted by someone that you don't really know at all uh, is about, like, look, we're not doing, like, shaming you into not doing anything about the world. And it's like, well, what are you doing mm-hmm. really? I'm like, spreading awareness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm making people in my vicinity Make laugh. Make everybody know. I feel like making people in your vicinity laugh and relax is actually be- like oh, sure. a really good thing. There's good there's good stuff to stand up. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not just a weird personal hell that you invite yourself into. Yeah, sometimes I feel like stand-up is, I was telling my friend. I uh, sometimes completely forget that you're performing for just people. Yeah, who just want a night out, and they very they much enjoy it. Usually, they don't understand any of the weird drama you're ta- thinking about. No, no, why you suck? How your your jokes are repeating from last time? They're like, I need a like a good time out. Yeah, and it's like, I don't give a fuck at the end of the day. Like that's like their good time is not supersede my <laughs> good time because like at the end of the day, the performer is like the heart of the thing. Yeah, but um. You know, it is important to remind yourself that it's like, you know, they just want to have a good time and that connects yeah. you. And, you know, like if you if you get less beholden to how your set's going to go, then you create this really wonderful connective yeah. moment in the room. And that's kind of why I also love stand up. Like it does bring out that weird thing in me that I love, which is just when a whole room is connected. You'll never yeah. laugh more than when you're in a stand up room and it's intimate and it's like packed and just someone's killing on yeah. like, a thing like there's no i've never you can't laugh more like i've seen people cry fall out of their seats like yeah. almost vomit like it's insane almost vomit yeah for real Was like the b-hole joke <laughs> not not my jokes <laughs> <Just joking>. not- <laughs> guys buy my new album bear <laughs> oh yeah i'll promote <laughs> like that, if i though. use that as a segue nobody's ever laughed that hard at my jokes but uh yeah, but I, I've seen like I've been in rooms like that, and it's just so much fun. And like you see this kind of like amazing potential that stand up has as a communication tool. Yeah, it's just one person communicating. We're in my twenties, I was really absurd and abstract, and I was like, because I'm an artist too. <laughs> yeah, you know. And then I remember, uh, you know, I had a group of uh, type. I had a type of audience that I would kill at, and then I couldn't really go outside of that yeah. type. Yeah. And then I was reading this book like years ago. Like, hello, I must be going about Groucho Marx. Uh, yeah, and he says that. one thing in it, like one of his quotes is just like, if you choose to be a, per- like it's a, in regard to the audience, he's like, if you choose to be a performer, then be a performer. Mm-hmm. And just that simple idea, I was like, and it made me like be less uh, yeah. self-indulgent and yeah. cocky. And sure. I think everybody's that got that when you're starting out. Cause yeah, you kind of like- need that to get going, but then mm-hmm. you need to get that hit too of mm-hmm. like, change. <laughs> Yeah, like, bro, bro, change. (laughs) Hey, bro, change. Yeah, I'm from Canada. That sounds sort of like the most racist thing that happens in Canada. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I didn't mean it to be like that. Oh, no, I was just joking. 
guys. But it is. <laughs> Robin Williams jumped on one of our shows one time, like uh-huh. in Toronto, when he was filming a movie, and R.I.P. I guess, but like. <laughs> I mean, for real, not I guess. I'm going to blaze some fucking pop for old Robbie Williams right now. Oh, yeah, do it. But, like, I feel so bad about saying it that way. But I got to admit, you know, half of his set was in that old school Native American. And it went south or did it go well? It went well for the people that were just there to see him. Uh Uh-huh. But then all the like as a celeb, com- all the younger comics were like, "Whoa!" Yeah, and yeah. even like regular people that don't care about celebrity that much. Yeah, well, you know I, mean? I think, uh, yeah, well, here I'll hold this. I think, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think anything malicious, of course, of that. Like that's fine. Yeah, it's it's a time and a place thing yeah and he's from like the set like he was do that in the 70s he'd be like yeah bill burke kind of talks about it in his new special is like yeah like what do you expect out of I, oh i love like that people bit. who are older it's like yeah yeah it's like what dude they're not on jezebel every day like <laughs> they're not at the forefront yeah, of like the, the liberal thought movement as much as i am like you know of that ethos it's like me you have to be a realist about society no me too but sometimes that shit um, the nonstop internet articles made by amateurs that are super like uh, fist wavy. They almost they won't obviously because you're a nice person, you care about people, but they almost want you to go the opposite way just to be like, shut up. <laughs> Do you know what? I, does that make sense? Make uh, make your point more. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm bad at making points, but uh, the thing is, is like, I was distracted by my weed. That's yeah, <laughs> super ranty, like fist weight pumping. Like you, we we need to change, and this is. Mm-hmm. like pc and how you do sure. it sometimes which is gives fine, me yeah. the instinct to fucking want to go the other way and like sure say yeah. something as racist a, sure sexist, as and a like, knee-jerk um contrarian yeah exactly but honestly I don't that want, just comes yeah. from a stand-up comics like perspective of always perpetually being the contrarian when you're growing up like, and i don't like you're the one who's at all exactly yeah, yeah. you don't want to follow anything and, yeah, yeah yeah you know but it's like <clears throat> i think um I'm sure if you were to like tell him in a polite way, like he'd go, "Oh my god, I'm so like." There's no malicious behavior. It's more like he thinks that's funny, and no one's probably stopped him to been like, "Yeah, hey, don't do that," because he's Robin Williams, and no one's taken him aside to be like, "Hey, don't do that." Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, of course he thinks that way, but I'm sure he's also he's such a beautiful human that like he would immediately, you know retrofit to accommodate people's like yeah hearts like you know like he wouldn't do anything that's malicious. a nice thing to say you know that's a really nice uh all right gonna blaze it up for old robbie williams one more time hold my, hold my yeah. because a lot of people um in their sort of like righteous modern mindset don't give him that out or that sort of credit like you just did that's very nice because well, do you have like, I, any members of your family who are like a little suspect or racist yeah of absolutely course. Yeah. do i give them the the out every time yeah yeah with the conversation was like just extend that same courtesy to most people just that yeah you, I understand intent because i feel like um oh i think we get it it's just that there's so much cynicism attached now like you know yeah and, and you know like people are totally inclined to their you know like outrage yeah and they're like belief but it's also like he kind of has to be told <laughs> yeah. for it to become a thing like yeah yeah it's hard to it's hard to do comedy over many years and stay like relevant of what's like 
yeah. relevant in comedy or what's going on? Like, and your audience is older? Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, what a tightrope act. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sorry, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Louise. I wish I could go to heaven right now and kiss you on the you. mouth. Yeah, kiss your beard from Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, I have it right now. It's on my face. <laughs> you do have a wonderful beard. Oh, thanks. Uh, well, let's summarize what we've like. Okay, basically, you want Star Trek. Sure. You want like a, <laughs> you want like the the world to coalesce into a peaceful thought. Yeah, of, the uh, Earth and Star Trek that they never really growing. show. Yeah, and uh, you know another thing that I really love about uh, Star Trek that they showed in that uh, remake one was uh, silent motorcycles. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, his motorcycle at the beginning is like... And I was like, dude, we need... Like, I hate motorcycles so much. Yeah. And it's such a loud thing. Like, I want people to enjoy a motorcycle, but it's like, do you have to ruin everybody's good time? Yeah. That's like almost like a thought put into that thing there. You know what I mean? As yeah. a... Like, it could have been a big, blasting motorcycle thing for effect, but it's almost like, see how motorcycles are in the future in this movie? Yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. very silent, because everyone's, like wink, cause like, everyone's huh? just being respectful. <laughs> so your perfect utopia world is one nation under a groove, no motorcycles. <laughs> like, if I could just summarize yeah. it. No motorcycles. That's a big one. Yeah. I love it. Well, you need to sign What do you think? Anything else you want to add? Um... <laughs> Less people. <laughs> Most people say that. Less people, but like you know, no, 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 like mass death or anything like that. You know, no, less people naturally. Yeah, just like incentive. Hopefully, people kind of smarten up. The big one happens. Most of us get swallowed up. No, don't want anybody to die. <laughs> oh, but even naturally. What? That's so horrific. I hope mudslides kill a bunch of people in another country I ain't never heard of so I can have a, a better sandwich. Mudslides no, I, want, is I want people to make the proper decision to not fucking have a bunch of mudslides kids. Mudslides and earthquakes are natural. For. If you hope it, then you're a weirdo for sure. But don't you think nature is natural when it kills people? I mean, what, what do you mean? I mean, it is nature. Don't wish upon a star for... It is, a, it is a natural event, but it's like... It's not like a beautiful thing. <laughs> when nature... No, but nature doesn't have to be beautiful. beautiful. Nature is I've seen earthquake footage of people dying. And oh. stuff like that. Like, it's not beautiful. You've watched it? Sure. I've seen a ton of weird footage because I worked for a MTV show for many years that does YouTube clips. So it's oh, like, really? So I've seen like so many different kinds of weird videos what's the show deaths. ridiculousness oh ridiculousness i didn't know it's a fun show sweet um but uh what was i uh gonna say um no i don't want anybody like that i just want people to like you know wouldn't it be cool if everybody just because that would solve nothing if everybody died in a huge catastrophe that's only gonna make a lot of mourners happen a lot of devastated families and a lot less people but like if if there was some sort of incentive for you to just like make the proper life decisions then humanity's going down a really cool path. so like two generations no babies Whew, that could be <laughs> that could be beautiful really a no baby future well, you know what? We'll just do it like fucking uh, like the Vulcans in Star Trek. They have Jesus they have Christ. on far. They have <laughs> sex every seven years. Really? Just BJ's the other time. <laughs> HJ's just HJ's and BJ's <laughs> the other time. No, yeah. but like you know, the, I mean, 
the, the they they fuck all the time. I think is the way they're retrofitting that idea. But they only breed once every seven years. Yeah, because they're just like logic, logic. <laughs> <laughs> like in my utopian world, yeah. Let's logic. let's make sure there's resources for enough people. Like and then they continue on with the enough people to have a. But they're not trying to like just breed like a virus. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's yeah, yeah. kind of a cool thought. Yeah, they're just in the pursuit of you know. That reminded me of the Matrix when he calls Neo of a human race a virus. Do you remember that? <laughs> I mean, it's like you know Bill Hicks and a lot of people have definitely talked. Oh about yeah, it. I I mean it's hard not to make the comparison. Right, it really is. Like, yeah, because it's just like well, if you look at all like we yeah. we we do operate. What's that like that Leonardo DiCaprio movie where he you look at the planet and then you can see all the lights and it looks like a growth on a thing, right? Lights an env- and a growth. No, like the a- lights from like cities and is it countries. Gatsby. Because <laughs> I haven't seen this, so I'm. No, imagining- it's like an environmental movie that he narrated. Really? Yeah, but he compares it to like looking like at a fungus grow on something natural. Of something. course, it is. Yeah. I mean, like it's kind of neat, but well, also well, terrible. like uh, deer don't take resources out of the earth. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like humans are very yeah. clearly like a bacteria. But like we we drain like nutrients out of like yeah. where we live to like. So do you think that like something? <laughs> but we'll figure. So we're why, why do you, why do you think that. why do you think humans did that? I feel like you might have some theories. Humans did what? Like we became the creature that switches to being uh, uh, selfish and uh, horrible to the planet, and you know, whereas like everybody. Every other creature seems to be harmonious. reasonably symbiotic. Yeah, well, harmonious. Uh, it's because of. Um, Do you think aliens tampered with our DNA? <laughs> yeah, about mm, no. 8, actually, the the theory that some I people... maybe have is that there was some sort of alien bacteria, not a not any sentient alien. This is the weird from thing like a between, meteor or something. This is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that yeah. idea. There's no there's no conscious thought that's negotiating humans like you know realities on this planet like. It would be some sort of bacteria that, I mean, if and that's if that happens. They still haven't figured it out a hundred percent. But um, so yeah, I I feel like it could be that. And uh, so we're so we kind of evolved, and then uh, we you know develop. We're like this weird like ape deviation. Like you can look at it as like yeah. evolution, but it's also this weird one like branch of this evolutionary tree goes off and rules the world yeah. and creates like it is really huge, weird like uh like nuclear weapons and just like space travel like shit that shouldn't be happening almost like yeah. it's an aberration it's like killing the planet yeah so that no other animals can live yeah so it's kind of like i feel like that's this one way we're going down yeah but the thing that we turned on, which is like consciousness and which is basically um, foresight and like hindsight on an evolutionary level. It's like the thing that allows you to um, throw things and hit a target and like perceive a shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And follow through with it. It's like apes can throw stuff, but they can't like nail a fucking shot. Yeah. And that's what we were started doing. So we're throwing spears, we're throwing arrows, you know, developing technology, yeah. all this coming from the idea that we can perceive a fucking like angled shot. That's what I do when I go to the zoo. I show apes <laughs> how good I am at bows and arrows. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say you got like you set up like a little basketball hoop. Yeah, yeah. You just like I just dunk in front of apes all the time. <laughs> in front of them. That's amazing. You're a very so, interesting interested person you so read about this stuff 
anyways all the time. It yeah, seems. totally. I, it's probably yeah. the thing that most fascinates me because I, I feel like it. it influences my thoughts and this my stand up. This but, is a really good episode. It's been very rich. <laughs> but then I think, okay, so like we've developed these this this way of going about, but and it, it creates like all these divisions, and it could just evolutionary speaking though eventually coalesce like yeah. i feel like that's just the way evolution works it's it's very brutal yeah and we're like killing each other we're expanding our race like we're just gluttonous like we mm-hmm. learn like these things like humans are still kind of new and like yeah um and we definitely don't have like any frame of reference for what we're doing you know like yeah. it's different every day and we're just expanding and but for animals it's very repetitious and unless it's like switched off by do hu- human behavior too, over years yeah. depending on their environment and, and it's usually due to like you know like getting us changing off their environment not fucking yeah. yeah yeah probably right well this is uh i think i'm gonna wrap it up okay but uh you're a very smart well-read interesting i haven't quoted one book con- <laughs> any sources it's obvious that you i feel like you're like me you Just, dip in and out of like articles yeah, I mean we're Online. just we're just interested. Yeah, in the world. But you're a very kind-hearted, funny man. Thanks, man. And you're I'm, fun. You're uh, very kind too. Oh, thanks. I had a lot of fun. Well, you are actually the, you know, this is the I don't forget what episode this is, but you mentioned uh, kindness towards humanity a million times. Yeah, I say really awful stuff during my act all the time. <laughs> yeah, but so you're making up. I for think it? it's either like <laughs> yeah, like, like, but Please. I don't think you can ever make the claim I'm saying stuff malicious. Like yeah, Lee, you know what I mean. Like so. Uh, no, I can see your yeah, philosophy come through in your uh, stand up. I really uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, any last thoughts? You want to promote? Uh, yeah, your bear, bearable's coming out. Yeah, it or, came no, out. just came out. Uh, yeah, I got an album out. That it's was the release bearable. show I saw. I guess right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. And, uh, and it's, it's on good. a special thing. It's on a special thing dot com. Or I used to go on that on the Canadian board. Oh, really? There was a Canada section. Oh, fun. Yeah, I used to. That go was there years too. ago. That's yeah. why I signed on to the label, to the label to do it because that yeah. was like some of the first comedy albums I was getting. Yeah, I mean, I had like some ones before that, but that was like. I just thought that label was so pure at the beginning, like where the releases, I was just like, that one's amazing. That one's amazing. That yeah. One's yeah. Amazing. Like, so I don't know. Like I just really respected them. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's on a special thing. I think that's cool. I released mine independently. So nice. Yeah. How you doing that on your website? Uh, it's on iTunes and, and Spotify and all that stuff. And, it's doing really well in Canada. It's starting to spread down here. It's a year old now. Nice, like a virus. See, yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's actually, yeah. Yeah, you don't think humans are a virus? Look at MySpace and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Tell me. God. Tell me or not. Um, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, no, I didn't want to talk about, bring that up just up. about mine, but I, I think it's, yeah, it's great. Your album's out. And are you still working on this show? On uh, ridiculous, yeah. I do uh, the punch up at the uh, the end sessions, so I'm doing a little bit of that right Sweet. now, and I work on some other shows. The Eric Andre show, which was really fun. Oh, and you're very funny on Twitter. Thanks, man. That's yeah. really nice of you. Oh, come on, <laughs> you know it. That's really nice. It's really funny. I, yeah, um, you're one of my faves to follow. I do. Enjoy um, so follow Hampton on Twitter. I'm going to promote that in the outro, anyways. But. Uh, that's it. I think we had an amazingly fun afternoon in the sun conversation. <laughs> fun in the sun, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, came man. back around. Have a, good, uh, have a good rest of your day. Thanks so much. You All too. Right. Bye. Okay, everyone. That was episode 31 with Hampton Yount. Hampton, thanks so much again for coming on and being a guest. It was a really fun time. 
hanging out with you in this nice little house in Silver Lake. And also, guys, follow him on Twitter, at Hampton Yount. To, uh, honestly, like I was saying on the podcast, his tweets are super funny. Uh, one of my favorites to check out when I do actually read the feed. You know, do you actually read the feed? If you do, read it sometimes if you follow the right people. You know what I mean? And his album's out. Hampton's one of the right people. It's uh, called Bearable on a, uh, Special Thing Records. And uh, check that out. Check us out at Utopia to Me and check me out at Chris Lock Fun. I'm not going to talk much more because that's the end and it was a nice, juicy, delicious podcast. And uh, I hope you guys, your ears enjoyed it. I hope whether you were lying on the grass, you got up and uh, you're going to go get some lemonade now and go back out on the grass and keep watching the planes fly by because it is relaxing. And, uh, you know, where are those people going? You know what I mean? Where are you going? Either way, always come back. Keep checking out Utopia to me. You're the best. Thanks again. Bye. Thank you.